Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I'm Brian. And I'm Lizzie. This is the podcast about music, emo, adjacent, specifically, hang, I hang guess. Ten, hang ten, hang uh, ten signage. About hand symbols that you, you use in order to show affection symbols. and uh, camaraderie. And support. Support. Uh, this episode is with our new friends in good terms, very fun conversation, super fun dudes. Uh, very nice. And I, I honestly think this is a good kind of uh, chat for like people who have started a band are in a new band or like thinking, still, still thinking about doing that band. Cause they are really good at the, the shit that you don't think you need to know about in a band. <laughs> The things that like don't immediately strike you as like I need to do this thing, they're pretty good at it. So I think this is good if you're if you're on that sort of route, if you're in that sort of journey, you know. Maybe you're like I don't know if I want to do stuff. It's like hey, listen to this guy. Look, listen to this. Yeah, just listen and observe and absorb what yeah. it is. Take what you want, leave what you don't want. Now, if you're leaving, uh, communication and double checking on your bros to make sure you are also in the band. Um, I think you have to take that one because you suddenly don't want to say, Hey guys, we're going on tour. And they're like, actually, I'm not really in the band. Not really in the band. In the band. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Uh, before we get into that, if you enjoy this episode, if you enjoy any of our episodes, please share them. Let people know about them. Like comment, subscribe to us on YouTube. Leave us a nice review. Leave us a nice review, especially no critical reviews. You can tweet that at us. You're not. We talk. We're not accepting criticism, except over no on Twitter at X Emo Social Club X. You can find us you'll there. Talk to me. You'll talk to Lizzie. Find <laughs> us on Instagram at Emo Social Club. You'll probably talk to me, but it could be either of us on Instagram. It really could be either. Yeah, of us that's there. a that's a, a that's toss a toss up. up. Uh, please follow us there to know when we go live, when we're having new guests announced all of our new guests for the month of july past weekend so you can check out who we got coming up uh fun stuff we got some fun stuff over there Uh, we also have some fun stuff still in the wheelhouse that we're waiting to get confirmation on that you'll definitely be vibing with like 100 percent. yeah more to come uh we'll also be back this saturday with another uh emo happy hour dj night over on twitch emosocialclub.tv to get notified when we go live hang out with us over there good time we listen to rad bands and rad music and vibe out and talk about it and have some good stuff yeah just have fun also make sure that you are ordering your sons out stay inside and emo social club new metal shirts I while we're recording this early on Thursday I have in the future picked them up already in the future we have them them out personally they are getting shipped out. So make sure that you grab them so you can be the coolest kid at whatever next show that you are going to. <laughs> Especially if it's outdoors. We got tank tops because, you know, yeah. to show off them them arms. Them guns. <laughs> those those pale, never been out the house arms. Please put sunscreen on if you're yeah. wearing that. 
One hundred percent. You don't want to be that. a you don't want to be a burnt chicken nugget. It's and not I fun to be a burnt chicken every nugget. <laughs> Mentally, emotionally, and physically, you never want to be a burnt chicken nugget. Uh, no one's having a good time. No one's having fun. Well, with all that out of the way, let's get into it. Here is our episode with good terms. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. Thank you for having hey. us. California. That's what yep. I was trying to do. I was trying to do hang loose before we started recording. And I'm like, yeah, that's why California hang loose. You, you get it. Get it. <laughs> I've, I've adopted it. that since moving I here. Do it, <laughs> I do it all the time anyway. That's the main emoji, emoji that I use. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. Is that what you guys do instead of doing the peace signs? You're like, hey, guys, what's up? I don't, yeah. I don't use it very much. Honestly, like, oh, man, sometimes I'm. I don't know. It, it it sneaks its way in there, and sometimes I'm like, "Why did I just do that? Like, that's not that's not part of my normal being." And uh, I, I definitely do it several times every day, so you can pick it up. <laughs> the emoji works. Yeah. Sometimes I f- I feel like sometimes because like all that we do is communicate with other musicians and other people in the music industry. So I feel like the uh, the rock fingers emoji is like very overused and it's almost it's almost thumbs up where it's like, ah, it's not doesn't have enough personality. But the shaka bra is like, this is my own. I can, <laughs> like I can I can I can claim this and be like, I'm the only person sending you this. Yeah. Yeah. Tag, tag yourself. Are you shaka bra or rock dude? Oh, man. <laughs> well, I, I also used to be this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just different things mean like I salutations just like a the strong like like I'm casting a fishing rod. Peace. But yeah. then like every other time it's just like, oh, all right, dude, cool. And yeah. especially if things are going horribly fucking wrong, it's just like, ah, oh, yeah, man, we're that's great. And just, you know, <laughs> just try so to shock a bra right the now. pain away. Yeah, the it's sarcastic the sarcastic shock of bra. So I have to tell a quick Shaka Bra story. Our, my roommate, Brian Jones, uh, and all, all of our mutual best friend, uh, he was playing a show one time. He was playing a festival, and uh, he looked to the he looked to like the side of the stage, and Jack Johnson, you know, the artist Jack Johnson? Yeah, Bubbly Toes. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, was, uh, was standing side stage, and just and was like he said he was just like jamming and having a great time and he and he looked he said he looked at him and just gave him a shaka bra <laughs> like, he's like on stage at like a festival and he looked back at him and gave him a shaka bra back oh my god that's that like secret was, shaka he, was bra. Like, he was like yeah that's that like was hearing like from god yeah <laughs> yeah that was like like that guy could have given him a million dollars and the shaka bra would have meant more it was like yeah. damn yeah. i got a shaka bra from jack johnson like that's so great <laughs> That's 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 wild shit. That's like getting this from Jack Black or like mm. a sleeveless hoodie from Bill Belichick. It's just like <laughs> you own this. You literally own this, this thing. Is your thing. Oh my like, god. You wrote a song called Banana Pancakes and it was a yeah, hit was single. Like yeah. I think like you get Shaka Bra. I don't think you own <laughs> shoes. You get Shaka Bra. I don't think you own shoes. <laughs> Well, well, let's get you guys to yes. introduce yourself oh, yes. individually, just so We're the pod can get familiar with your voice, and then you can include um, who you Shaka Bra back back to who would, on side Who's Shaka Bra would mean the most to you in the world? <laughs> oh yeah, my gosh, what a great question. Well, hey, I am I am also Brian. I I am the lead singer. I play guitar. 
Um, you can call me Kid in your head, listener, if that makes it easy for you to distinguish between me and the host. You know what's actually freaking crazy is that my sister's name is Lizzie. Um, <laughs> and this is and one time when I was in high school, Liz, my sister and I, and I went to the gym, and we had like sessions with personal trainers, and I had a trainer named Lizzie, and she had one named Brian. So this is kind of weird. This oh, they, work, they work well together, apparently. We, we're gonna ha- we're gonna have to fight everybody with these similar pairings now. Yeah, absolutely. So find that's them. all I'm hearing. I'm finding. Is, wait, is your does your sister spell with an I E or a Y or just an I? I've seen girls I mean, spell it just okay. So we're both the same. Yeah, you're the same, and I do, and I spell Brian the same, the the, the, the chill ass way. Good. The only um, no only way to do it. Yeah, man, dude, let Ryan have that. Ryan's got that. You got we the Y, man. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who my my most important shocker bra would be from backstage. That I kind of want to go back at the end because I just jumped in to do this introduction first. But <laughs> I, I don't. Man, whose shocker bra would mean the most to me? I don't know. <laughs> I um, love this question, by the way. We've been like, how imagine do we him introduce like people? standing like standing up in like the middle of a classroom and be like, man, I just don't yeah. know. Let me just think about just standing there like a hot minute. Oh, <laughs> and everyone's like, dude. contemplating your shocker bra. <laughs> fantasy exactly who who is it gonna be because like i don't know my my usual funny influence answer is acdc and angus young because i feel like angus young's the answer dude dude i don't know but, but i don't know if angus young shocker okay i guess maybe angus it makes young's it even funnier if he doesn't yeah i just imagine him headbanging i don't imagine him looking at me or Making con, he's like an animal from the Muppets kind of character, you know. Maybe <laughs> yeah. Brian Johnson from Ace of the Singer, ACDC. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that feels right. All right, Zach. Yeah, Zach, you got it. Hey, everyone. Right. This is Zach. Hi, guys. Uh, my name is Zach Boucher. Um, I play guitar in good terms. Um, and I also produce, uh, I, pr- uh, I produced our last record, the whole thing. Um, with help, with a lot of help from our bass player Gio, who's also a fantastic producer and engineer, uh, he mixed it. Gio mixed it. Um, but yeah, that's and all three of us are kind of like the main lyricists. Gio contributes in that department as well, but the three of us are who re- primarily wrote the songs uh, lyrically and melody and all that. Uh, and yeah, that's sort of my role. Um, I have to answer uh, Shakabra. Oh. I know. If I got a shaka bra, if I got a side stage shaka bra from Phoebe Bridgers, I think that would be, be the most validated yeah. I've ever felt. Um, or, yeah, I'll say I'll stick with Phoebe. I had another one, but I'll just leave it out. Ivan. That's a strong one, though. Yeah. That's pretty strong. Like Phoebe, I, the other one is Tyler the Creator, uh, because oh, I think yeah. I think both also of them. Strong. I think both of them are the two coolest individuals. Like they're just like <laughs> it's if they, they they could do anything, they could do whatever is considered the most lame thing, and you'd be like, and <laughs> be like, fuck, they're so cool. Like, and they just they just change it. They just change the uh, the narrative. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, that's my answer. Like Listen, Tyler. I saw Taylor the creative at Lollapalooza, and the dudes running around taking hits of his inhaler, as I do because I am also asthmatic on stage. And I was like, you know what? I I love that. I love Feel the seen. visibility for the asthma. <laughs> the asthma. He's one of the most athletic individuals I've ever come across in my life. He's outrageous. <laughs> He's like six six, and like I'm I'm fairly certain with like a year of practice, he could start on like his sport of choice. Definitely. He's wild. 
Um, hi guys, I'm Ivan. I am uh, the inexplicably third guitar player in this band. <laughs> um, I also do some background vocals, and like the rest of my compatriots, we, I write and do all kinds of funny stuff. And for whatever reason, today on this this day, our our Thursday, the shock bar question <laughs> was so quickly answered in my mind, uh, and I couldn't tell you why, but it just came to me <laughs> so fast that. Um, both Michelle and Barack Obama. <laughs> okay. If I was playing on stage wow. and I looked over to my left and Michelle and Barack Obama wearing linen button-ups and pants. Yeah. We're just like... Dude, it's mostly, I, it's mostly would, Michelle, right? I, it, it's mostly Michelle. It's like Barack, if Barack, <laughs> if Barack like, looked at me uh, and like was like, yeah, man, I'd be like, sick, dude. And then his wife looks over and is like, nah, for real, man. I'd be yeah. like, it was. I was gonna say, if if it could be one, it would be Michelle, but preferably the pair in in synchronicity. Yeah. Dude, see, think I... of like like a Havana linen outfit. Um, <laughs> oh my god, that's that's just you're waiting for. You're waiting for the the yearly Obama. What's on my workout playlist? And you're gonna say good terms yeah. better fucking good be terms on, on the playlist. <laughs> I've known it. You, crazier things have happened. His his I music mean, taste is too good to include good terms. If we're being honest, hey. Damn. <laughs> I've seen stranger things happen, but that's true. That's it's true. very clearly going to be the Obamas for me, uh, and then <laughs> you, I would you win immediately. I mean, you're living because that, that is get that is the, you're like, what do go. I do? That is the premier answer for that question, Ivan. Bravo! <laughs> I was like, musicians. Wait, <laughs> Michelle Obama. Well, it could be. Wait, anywhere. we're gonna do a hard left turn right yeah. now, guys. Yeah. We're okay. not gonna believe it. Do it. Incredible. So yeah, that's that's my answer. Sick. Well, yeah. I, I love that question and we're gonna probably use it from now on as like our little like icebreaker thing because yeah. that's yeah. great. I feel like if most other people though on like other parts of like the country and be like, What's a shaka bro? Because I've never heard of that until right now. Can, I just bro, always really? thought this was like the hang loose, hang ten type uh, vibe. It's hang loose, hang ten yeah, it's it's whatever you want to call it, but everyone yeah. knows it. But it could also be your whatever, <laughs> your your gesture of choice, you know. If the yeah. shaka bro doesn't mean anything to you. You know, uh, then, hey, who do you want to peace sign? Who do you want to flip you off from from backstage? My answer is unchanged. <laughs> who do you? <laughs> oh my god! Just looking over to see the Obamas leaving in disgust and brought. I mean, don't you just like? Don't you casually just flip off people? Like my brother will casually flip me off sometimes. He'll be like, oh. "Hey," and then he just does yeah. this to me. Yeah. And I'm like, "Hey." Oh, all I really time. like the forward facing. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Our our friend, our other friend Brian, um, pioneered that one for me. <laughs> but if I, like if I real, there. my favorite gesture that I could receive from both the Obama specifically Michelle would just be the <laughs> <laughs> just Michelle just going hard with her fucking struggle, just like it's <laughs> like tough, it's like oh yeah, it's tough like me, yeah. boy. Like that song, <laughs> I just like finish a breakdown. She's just like, oh fuck yeah, Michelle, get in the pit. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about your... Uh... Well, guys, it's summer, and it's so hot here in Chicago and probably wherever else you are. So that means it's tank top season. It's hot girl summer. And we have some merch that's definitely going to satisfy that for you. We have the Sun's Out Stay Inside t-shirt and tank top in white and black that you can pick up from us up for pre-order right now on our site at emosocialclub.com store. 
Or if you're more into that Limp Biscuit new metal 90s vibe, we have you covered too because we have our logo shirt in that design as a black tank top or a t-shirt. And listen, you can always crop it. Also, just pre-order these. These will be shipped out relatively soon, sometime in early July. So get on it at emosocialclub.com slash store. Your debut album, Turning Point, which came out in April. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's talk about it. You brought up that it was all mixed and recorded by yourselves. <laughs> yeah. That's true, yes. That's that's why Ivan is so uh, has no idea what time it is, is because we did a lot of fleeting. stuff. We did a lot of stuff. Okay. It was a lot of work to get it all the way, all the way through. But we did yeah. it. A lot of help. Yeah, a lot, a lot of help. help. Boys. Gia was the man. Zach is the man. Honestly, everyone in this band is the man, but me. I kind of just sit there and like write and sing and play and whatnot. But like these guys are like running around right. doing all of that all and important shit and <laughs> making sure that like everything's in phase and everything's arranged right and mixed right and all that shit. Uh, that's on Gia, man. We facilitate everything for Brian to just be a fucking rock star, and he does. He, he, yeah, that skill that the three of us are working on, but he's just got it. Whatever it is, yeah, he does the thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, to uh, to elaborate on that, um, I don't know if you had a, a follow up question or if you just wanted us to talk about it. No, I just um, wanted to see. Yeah, just just tell us about it. Uh, yeah, man, where to begin? Um, a lot of it uh, started just. Good Terms is sort of like my initial brainchild, um, and all of it just kind of started as like, we, we all went to school for music, and uh, we've all had kind of various, you know, paths that were kind of like, this is how I want to be a professional and such, and I think all of us around the same time kind of realized like, oh, this path that I had possibly been moving on was just not not correct and just didn't feel right or even if I had thought that it was correct for me or idealized it in some way, it's just wasn't. And for me, I, I think I realized on, you know, the same in our own way, all of us did this. But personally, mine was like I was working at a record label and I was like really I felt really distant from music and all the reasons that I was doing all this stuff. And I was like, man, I just want to make a band with my friends. But there was really no way to I didn't want to convince everybody. I didn't want to have like I wanted just to be able to be like press space bar. And it's like, hey. You like this? You want to do it with me? Here's everything that I would have spent, you know, forever talking about, but it's just right here. <laughs> so I spent a really long time just honestly, I mean, I, I had already produced before, but, and I considered myself a producer at that time, but it wasn't until really finishing the record that I was like, okay, yeah, I'm a producer. Um, but I had to, I think I had to use our songs to like gain that confidence in myself and, and all of that. But it really just began as like me coming home from work every day and, uh, making a ton of tracks like there's probably close to 30 like full song completely arranged guitar bass drums some of them had lyrics some of them were like previous written songs whatever and that just I just built this folder and I think that's kind of where I found what I wanted to make and a lot of those also were co-writes um, some with Geo some with Ivan Ivan at the time was living in Virginia and he uh you know, we, Ivan and I grew up playing music together. Also, all three of us are originally from Virginia, um, but Ivan and I are, have been best friends since we were in middle school, and we just have written songs together all of our lives. And I was like, Ivan fucks with this music. Like, I just need some ideas. Like, let me just write some songs with my buddy. And we ended up making a lot of songs that made the record together. Um, same thing with Gio, because he was out here with me in L.A. 
Um, and then when Brian moved to LA a couple years after us, that was really when it all kind of like started coming together and he just demoed a song um, that was previously written by me and my friend Sam, the song All I Can, track one of the album. And we were like, whoa, holy fuck, like you're, I think you're the singer. And then me, <laughs> Ivan and Kid all wrote a song together, the second track, Hamster Wheel. Um, that was the first song that three of us wrote together. We made the track together from scratch. We wrote all the lyrics and melodies together from scratch. Like, and then that after doing those two, we were all like, okay, yeah, like this, this is a thing. And it kind of just continued from there. Like, I think just knowing enough from production, I was able to like, my demos were kind of like, some people might hear them and be like, oh, you should just release this. Um, but there was, you know, there was some inconsistency throughout all of it, but it, we got to a point where it was like, all right, cool. We like these songs. They're going to make the album. What's keepable? What's not keepable? There were some songs we re-recorded vocals for. Almost all the songs we re-recorded the guitar on because some of them had dated back like, to, you know, a couple years prior or something, just like the guitar that was on it and just finished it. Um, and then we uh, hired our friend Brendan, who's a fucking amazing uh, drummer and session musician and just all around like insanely good, bad, just badass musician. Um and he tracked the drums for it. And that was it. It was kind of like it was the only way that it would have gotten done. Um, and obviously, like, I had an, a, <laughs> an insane amount of help from everybody. I mean, I it was the Pro Tools on my computer. I was spearheading it. But it, it was definitely, like, a collective effort to finish all of it. Yeah. yeah it, was a, it, was, it was a crazy experience. Like, for me, uh, it was definitely... Actually, I'll just tell my story because my story is really funny, too, because my perspective on this whole thing is like I've been friends with Zach for a long time. I've been kind of like following him um, like <laughs> like in college, like went to the same college, stayed with you when I went to college. Um, I you were in, he was in a cover band and he left the cover band. And I took his spot in the cover band. He was living in a house and he left the house. I took his stuff, his spot in the house and his furniture <laughs> he left in the house. Yes, that's right. And um, <laughs> so it's just, it's like comical. And and throughout all this time, like I know Zach, but I'm really like, I'm really just like, I like see him every four years and he's like, oh dude, you want all my stuff? That's like kind of, my, <laughs> that's like kind of my relationship. And I'm, um, cause we were in a band like a long time ago. That's, that's how I originally knew him. Yeah. And um and so at one point I was visiting LA before, before I moved out here. And I went first night I went to this bar um, for, it was our friend's birthday. I didn't realize that like every single person I knew in LA was going to be there, which was sick. And Zach was there very drunk and was telling me like, dude, I, I'm going to, I knew he worked at the record label and he was like, dude, I'm, I'm going to quit my job. Like I'm going to start a band. Like the, you know, like the one we wanted to start in high school, like heavy, um, and he had the whole thing like spelled out and he's like, this is what we're doing. You should be in it. And I was like, sick, dude. Hell yeah. Like I want to move here. Like being in a pop punk band with Zach, like for real, that'd be sick. And then like a, like a month before I moved here, he sent me like a completed song with someone else singing. And, uh, and I wasn't supposed to be the singer at this point, but I was just like, oh, you like, you like went and did it. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Um, and I got here and Zach would like hint at this pop punk bands. And at one point asked me to demo stuff for it. And I was like, yeah, I want to like, do you not remember? And it was just like, <laughs> no, nah, man, I was really drunk. You had no <laughs> recollection whatsoever of inviting so me. So I went into no. like the first month I lived in LA, I went into to do demo vocals for all I can. And I, and those are the, that was it. Like I heard myself back. It was the first time I'd ever, you know, someone had ever been like, 
a producer for my vocals had been like, hey man, hold this note longer, do this kind of vibrato, more op- blah, 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 all the stuff that, that we do. And um, and I heard myself back and was like, holy shit, like I didn't know I could sound like that. Like I knew I, I, I thought of myself as a singer. Uh, I think of myself as a guitar player first, but like I thought of myself as a singer, but I didn't know I could sound like that. So that was a big wake up call being like, oh, what the hell is this? Let's do this more. And then after we did <laughs> Hamster Wheel, he was like, we called me into his room one day and he was like, hey man, like a big thing to ask you. You, you want to be in this band? And I was like, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, Dude, I'll never forget your reaction to that. <laughs> oh my god. For, for, anybody listen, of all time. for anybody listening to the audio version later on, you have to go watch the YouTube video <laughs> just to see this reaction, and then you can go back to just listening to it straight. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's an artistic <laughs> representation, but yeah, that's 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 what it was. That was my story. No, that was accurate. You were like, <laughs> yes, you were like, because you were like, kind of like, yeah, man, that's all good. It's like cool. Let's like make some music. Yeah, before it, and then as soon as I was like, hey, you want to do this? Literally, you're sitting right there on the corner of my bed, and you were yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, man, yes, of course I fucking do. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, because uh, it was incredible just incredible shit. It was just, it was just right. It was just, you know, it was doing pop punk, which I had kind of not done for a long time. And um, and it, I just felt like it sounded so good and the, the songs were getting to be so good. And, you know, we wrote with Ivan this one time that he was visiting. And uh, and that was that was really great. We wrote Hamster Wheel. That was like this enlightening thing. And um, and then, you know, getting Geo involved was getting Geo involved was kind of being like, all right, now let's make this good enough to show to Geo. And make it so that he yeah. make, make it so that he'll think this is cool, which which we did, and it worked. And now he's in our band, and yeah. So yeah, and then Ivan. I mean, Ivan had kind of the same thing as me, where it was Zach was like Ivan. I think it was in a, our first band meeting, and uh, we we're like, all right, so these are the songs for the album, Ivan. I'm assuming you want to be in this band. Ivan was like, it, it was oh. just, it yeah. was super. Uh, it was like, <laughs> it was literally us talking about what songs we're gonna make the record. <laughs> yeah, and so. And so Zach like, definitely thought he had really like... like these ones. And I'm sitting in the room thinking, I'm in a meeting with my band. And Zach, <laughs> at one point, with the four of us in his room, just turns to me and he's like, So, like, do you want to do this? And I was like, Motherfucker, I've co written half the songs in this. Book. This sounds like <laughs> the <laughs> most chaotic, like, coming of age, like, yeah. teenage, early college movie where you're like, So, I know you're here and you made this track. But are you sure you want to do this? Do you well, want to be one like, with us? It, it reminds I mean, me of like, like as I've like, I like to play sit like uh, gratuitous like bluesy, jammy, jazzy music, which everyone when when you were a kid, everyone wanted to do that because that's really fun to do. And as you grow up, like people want to do it less and less and less. Cause it's, it's very silly and self and self serving. And so I get what it's like to be like, hey man, like I know this is kind of like this may seem silly, but like. You want to go do this like really hard? It'd be really really fun, and uh, and I guess Zach just thought that like we were all like, nah, man, I don't want like, yeah, I wrote half ha- wrote half a record with you, but like, no, nah, I don't want to be in a pop punk band. It's like, <laughs> I cleared my Which schedule I get. for I mean, this dog. I, mean, <laughs> I, I think so. If I can explain myself a little bit, uh, you need to. <laughs> basically, the the way I the way I viewed it sort of is like. Um, we're dating. We've gone on a couple dates. We've like had a nice time together. It seems like it's all working, but then it's like, all right, but are we in a relationship? And that's like, 
that's that's the and when you get to that point and you all mutually agree it's like okay you need that trial period because it would it would seem kind of insane if you were like let's say you just i mean these are my friends so it's a bit of a different story but i've seen in you know in other people mm -hmm. like you know especially i've had experience of this myself too a little bit kind of like back in high school but really more so just watching friends try to put projects together or just like yeah you know and i mean i was even watching brian had his own project that was mm -hmm. happening at the time and he was going through the same dilemma where it's like you get all these people and you're like oh guys we're playing together we're playing shows we're a band right and then the other people don't feel the same and it was kind of like i wanted to i don't know get the steps done first and it's my friend so it's also like if it was just a random musician that was in la or something and i was getting to know then it would feel different but it's kind of like it's kind of like dating your friend in a way where you're like all right, I know we're best friends first, and we kind of had this these nice dates and this like these romantic you know adventures together. <laughs> but like, but now like, are we in a relationship? And it's it it adds that extra layer. And I'm also just like a just generally self conscious, uh, overthinking type person, and <laughs> sure. so I think a lot of that feeds into it. But uh, yeah, no, it's kind of like that. And also like I wanted to be like cool. If you're in the band, you understand like you understand this journey that we're on together. It isn't just like, yeah, man, we like play some shows and do it. It's like, yeah, this is like this grand, at least in my head, because I have to extrapolate everything to like the nth degree as <laughs> yeah. far as it can go in the future. This is like, okay, cool. You get the vision. Like we all are together on the same thing and you know, whatever. So I think I, I probably built it up to be too much and it needed to be, but it was, yeah, it was the same thing. So I now, I <laughs> yeah. now, now have aside from my other relationship, my actual relationship, I have my, you know, three-way relationship with my band buddies, and it's a great thing. Yeah. To uh, yeah, yeah, I do think it to, made us strong. To quickly respond to your analogy, for me, it kind of felt like you and I bought a car, and uh, <laughs> are are driving on our way to Austin, and we pull over at a rest stop in in Phoenix, and you're like, "Hey, man, do you want to go to Texas?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh no, dude. Actually, you keep oh the car. You keep the car. I'm gonna book a flight. I'm just gonna Uber back, man. Yeah. I just wanted to get make Fair. sure like see you this far, and like I'm gonna fly back to LA. <laughs> We're good. And this is like, dude, we are we are well on our way to Texas. Now is not the time to ask hey. me. If, like, very fair. Very fair. This what we're finding out here is that uh, the boys in good terms are going to put together the band, <laughs> the only bands of Tinder, just to like triple check with everybody. Like swipe right. I know we're in the band, but swipe right. I just got to check the vibes yeah, every yeah, time. Exactly. That's it's, not it. even, it's not even Tinder for musicians. It's Tinder for your own band members that you're yeah. currently <laughs> playing music with. Tinder for people you personally time. already and know. It needs to be, there can be hey, no left swipes. There's any I left know swipes. a couple people who, <laughs> who need that, honestly. They'd be like, oh, oh, you oh, you swiped. Okay, you swiped left. Shit. All, all right. I, like, all right. I so I guess I am uh, on the phone calling you. What the fuck is no, up? Okay. Why'd you swipe? I left? think you're like super on to something. Like I actually yeah. like just had like a moment of epiphany where I'm just like, dude, an app where like everyone at any time can go onto it and let them like like let people know how you feel about them in that moment. <laughs> so it's like, no, I still like Whoa. you, and so you don't have to reach out and go. Hey, are they mad at me? Like, do they do they like me still? Are we I also good? feel like that's very Black Mirror, but like not as extreme as that one Black Mirror episode. It's, it's, it's yeah. like Black Mirror where our anxiety then like drives creation of apps and shit for people to like. But get imagine over if somebody anxiety. in your band doesn't have anxiety. First of all, can't relate. Can't relate. Yeah, imagine. I don't think um, that's remotely the case. <laughs> not this band. We're not in danger of that. <laughs> 
I'm just saying, like, if you had an app that literally at all times of the day, people in your life could just check in and let you know whether they hate you or they love you or they're mad at you or they're all good. Like, if you could have that, I think everybody with anxiety would be like, I need all my friends to get on this app. I'm double checking every 20 minutes, like notifies you like, hey, so and so is mad at you. And you're just like, okay, well, end friendship with that person. <laughs> I guess we're, I guess well, we're you know, on. I don't think, I think you're supposed to alleviate it. Like, yeah. like, hey, what's just... up? Not just, I'm, that's it. I can't deal with this anymore. No, my much. circle gets smaller and smaller based on this app that I've come up with I right now. I feel like, but if, it, if... It, go for it. It could solve the ghosting problem because if you mm-hmm. wish for to end, you could just like click end friendship in the app and it would just go back to the original person. You're like, hey, they're ghosting you. And yeah. now you know. My God. And now here's the ghosts of all your past friendship photos. Yes. So you remember reminisce. Uh, you have a graveyard. You have a friendship graveyard. The graveyard, yeah. <laughs> See oh everybody that you don't want to talk to anymore. Where the fuck is the app developers in the chat? Guys, you know, I, I think actually, I think shit. maybe I, I just think about this every night before I go to sleep anyway. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we don't oh my God. That. It's to alleviate that. It's so yeah. you can get to sleep. <laughs> uh, I, I just, if, if like all of our individual therapists just talk to each other so then it'd just be like yeah man i just feel like this and this and this and they're like that's not the case <laughs> no I, I have it on high authority that that is not the case you are overthinking this let it go can, cool. can you awesome. like release your can you release that like you can write like a statement be like i want my my personal yeah. information and notes from my therapist to go to this other person's therapist yes. solely for the fact that we can yeah. run this band yes. all thoughts and issues <laughs> pertaining to persons under undersigned can you know but yeah <laughs> um it would just be because there's still like separation of powers there mm. like none of us are like still talking about it <laughs> And like I'm not talking to like someone else's therapist, but there's like it's just lawyers. You know, We're there's a, the there's lawyers a council of people who are like, this is like this is something that they should know because I know it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh my god, it's it's dangerous business, but I'm here for it. Anyway, dangerous that's business. the story of our band. <laughs> Overthinking. That's exactly the story of uh, our band. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you overthought it enough to become the friendly neighborhood emo band, which I'm wondering if you had made a Spider-Man theme to go with that yet. Um, we we haven't. That's one of the few sure. things we didn't overthink. That was we the were, placeholder that just didn't ever go away. Yeah, yeah, we were making it. We were making our Ivan was like, yeah, we should like we should like lock in our now that we've like determined that we're good terms. We should like lock in our, you know, socials and stuff. And I we made the Instagram and it said nothing. And I was like. I don't know. I was just going to write something in here and wrote your friendly neighborhood emo band and was like, all right, that's fine for now. And just never yep. took it away. I mean, and yeah, it stuck. Yeah. It worked. I like it. Spider-Man. Spider-Man was my, was my, my hero growing up. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah. You have them. You, so you haven't done a, listen, I'm having a bunch of ideas right now. Clearly ideas just oh popping up in my Let head. Spill. Band promo photo where you're all pointing at one another. The Spider-Man meme? The Spider-Man meme. Oh my god. Oh, I thought it was going to be the band promo photo where I'm hanging upside down and they're all taking turns kissing me. <laughs> oh. Ooh, ooh, really good, dude. Texting Sam Laponis right now. Oh my god. Hey man, do you know of a location where we can suspend <laughs> Ivan upside down? 
Gio's going to come back from his vacation and then he's going to be, and you're going to be like, just meet at this location. Just, just dress up so this ideas. one way. Yep. Okay, you know cool. What? And they're going to be like, yo, what the fuck? Get you get come back Gio... and be not shocked at all. No, yeah, Gio would be like, well, wait a minute. It should be me. Gio would definitely be like, oh no, you guys got to kiss me. It's me. <laughs> he, he would come sit down. Yeah, kiss. I, getting convincing Geo to kiss Ivan on the lips for a picture would probably be the easiest thing I ever had to convince him to <laughs> oh do. Oh my god, that's so true. Oh man, All it sounds like you were now. already in yeah, a relationship with your band. Like you were yeah. already dating everybody in the band. Oh, we're fully married. Um, yeah, yeah. It's far beyond a relationship. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the lawyers would be involved in this breakup at this point. Did, was there no prenup? No, none of us have any. I mean, there's a lease agreement. <laughs> That's about it. A lease agreement, yeah. Because you, you yeah, I've been there sharing walls, but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm about a hundred feet away from them. Yeah, uh, in the house behind. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Oh, okay. I found that, like little... cans. <laughs> I know that, like, obviously, doing it all yourselves is like, you know, DIY. That DIY part of it, where you're like, mm -hmm. we're gonna do it all on our own working it on our own and obviously like developing those skills puts y'all in that place but i think that like the hardest part about being a band is like being in the same place and like getting everybody organized to be in one place and i'm like dude yeah the house and oh that's why God. there's like band houses streamer houses lizzie it's still not on the table Brian. wow <laughs> i don't yeah, want roommates absolutely that's my absolutely. problem that is. That's a you problem. And that's it's a, a me, me coming to your house where I know where you live yeah. and kicking your ass. Lizzie shows up and then we just stream and then that's what it is. <laughs> uh, so I guess like that's that's probably been the easy part is like having everything there, having the access to, to kind of write and work on it with people and just kind of like, hey, I'm coming over. <laughs> I'm coming into your room. Knock, knock. I, I think, I mean, we still have to, we still have to schedule stuff a lot to a degree because all of us are like, you know, we're we all love when we're not doing various other things. We typically all work from home on something, um, and so it's kind of like just blocking out the time in our schedule to do it. But I think where it's and especially Geo does he lives like, excuse me, he lives like twenty five minutes away from us, uh, which is not bad. But it's still like okay, we kind of have to like when when all of us want to be together, we have to kind of organize that. I think where it's at least when we're like writing or being productive or something. But where it's really come in handy is like those midnight conversations of kind of like kind of maybe we're watching a movie or something and it's just the three of us are hanging out and like so many ideas for like what do we want our you know vibe to be on social media what do we want our image to be like all this kind of like seemingly non-important things that it would be kind of absurd to like make a meeting to talk about yeah. like obviously it's not you have to talk about it but it's it's not natural whereas we kind of just be like what do you think about this and especially the three of us could could, could just be like I don't know, like we, and it would just turn into us talking until, you know, three in the morning. So yeah, three in the morning. Like yeah. there was definitely a, like a year, especially when Ivan first moved here, um, and he because there was an open room in in kids' house, and that was it was originally just the two of us living next to each other, and then it conveniently worked out that Ivan moved in, and especially when he moved in, it just became all of us sitting there all the time, just like, yeah, kind of you know sucking everything out and being manifesting like, everything. And then we yeah, were just then we were locked up. You know, we were we were like kind of getting ready to uh we were talking about our first moves. show in, in May yeah. twenty twenty. Like we you know, the album was was finished, you know, being mastered and whatnot, and 
we were getting ready to go and we we're starting to figure out like okay well, maybe we should make a music video or something and then everything got shut down and it was like oh what are we gonna do and we came together to make just the most freaking amount of content i have ever thought of ever <laughs> and yeah. we're still making yeah. we're still making it but but i mean that's that's how eight music videos happened for sure yeah is it definitely eight eight full music i mean two of them are are, are just me doing the clip stuff but yeah eight eight yeah. music videos and more um, stuff to think about and you know and all the 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 stuff that's on social media and stuff and it was a lot of work and it was a lot of fun i think it was the most fun for me out of everybody but but um but that couldn't have how the hell could we have made could you imagine us trying to make eight music videos without without that lockdown? No. But it no, was just us not. stuck on this little driveway, you know. Can't we yeah. can't go past the driveway without a mask, so what are we gonna do? Yep. Yeah, that was a blessing in disguise for sure. I don't like I don't know that our rollout would have happened if we weren't locked down because I was gone for yeah, like no less than three fifths of the year prior to that, and just like always on the road and yeah, having that just like, well, you have to do something here. So it and definitely I, worked out. I say eight music videos. There's also the playthrough videos. The first oh of God. one had six full attempts before we made the one that went on YouTube. <laughs> like we're talking, we're talking like 20 videos here. Like lots of lots of stuff. We had a lot of time to figure it out. I think. A lot of time, a lot of time yeah. to figure yeah. it out. Imagine if we had been able to make music then too. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. We did. We made a lot of music then, just not for this record. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are one of the few bands that I saw, like, doing a lot of, like, other, you know, just live streams, and then also, like, making all these music videos. Like, I know everybody else was trying to do stuff that wasn't in person for the most part, mm -hmm. or they were just trying to do ones, like, you know, through their phone and be like, yeah, we're, like, in COVID. Like, we all understand this vibe. Yeah. But when I was, like, going through all your guys' stuff, I'm like, oh, wow, this is really cool to see that, like, you kept up with it and you kept it with the game. But I did yeah. also see that you did, like, a more, like, traditional like actually like you know mm -hmm. big professional product of like a music video too yeah. that was released so how was that like going to that situation compared to what you guys have been doing it was almost not different at all because <laughs> the, the difference in personnel between our last three or four releases is like almost nothing it was just like so for the first uh I edited, I or Kid edited the first four videos, five-ish? Mm -hmm. First five, four, yeah. first five videos. Yeah. And then, um, and we brought our buddy Sam Laponis on to shoot our fourth video. He was unavailable for our fifth, or he surely would have shot that one as well. But then when we did our sixth, <clears throat> that's when we realized like, oh, you should, you should take editing and all that off of our hands as well, because... <laughs> that yeah. it's just like it's just a nightmare uh to do like if you're not set up for that if that's not what you do um and yeah. you know i don't have any regrets like i'm glad i learned how to do everything but um having sam just like just involving one of our friends one of our like very close friends and just having it like plus a hundred immediately yeah. which is incredible so sam sam Laponis is is the guy who does probably the, the more produced videos that you're referring to um yeah he I, i'm in another punk rock band with him called given um and he's he's a, a crazy screamer in a crazy heavy metalcore band called marked life 
Um, and he also just somehow has time and energy to be really dope at videos. And, you know, he's got his gear and whatnot, but he just also, he just has the vision and the energy and the creativity and just gets it done. Uh, only person with a face tattoo that makes me go, damn, that looks sick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> real, so, real talk. So, I, and, and I feel like the first five videos we made, you know, the first five videos we made were like some, some, some like GoPro clip stuff, you know, home, really homemade stuff. There was some stuff we went out and we, we got a studio for, for light at the end and, and tried, tried to make something out of that. And, and same thing with turning point and we try to make more of a set and and but we were it's still so so diy and i felt like we were just trying to just do it with enough energy to attract somebody to be like hey man i think it'd be cool to work with you and so i was in a band with yeah. sam and eventually he you know he, he did the shooting for for uh hamster wheel and he was like yeah man i think it'd be really sick to do a whole good terms video and so we're gonna do pedestal because pedestals are heaviest song and sam is in a crazy heavy band we're like this would be freaking sick to do with you and as soon as we did that, that's the one in, you know, the red heart, you know, hotel yeah. honeymoon suite. Um, that was just like, oh my God, dude. It was still like a ton of work and, you know, we did it, it, we felt, did it a lot of it ourselves, but. It felt like a cheat code. It was just like, yeah. what you mean? Like, <laughs> but it was just, like, it was. If anything, it was less effort put into that video because like the weight was so much like better distributed and like. The amount of effort that I put into light at the end, I put a quarter of that into pedestal and it was just, just by adding in Sam who just like knew what the fuck was up. And also mm -hmm. just like camera skills aside, he's such a musical person Yeah, that the way that he, the way that he shoots, the way that he operates the camera and the way that he interacts um, is just makes sense. And so it, it, you as like, as the consumer, like, feel like you're in it so much more because of the way that he shoots, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just like a quick cheat code. It's like add Sam upon us and plus a thousand on your production value. Yeah. Also, I mean, all, all of it just, it all happened really naturally. Like we, we knew at least uh, from the first, from when we were starting, we were like, we didn't, you know, we had a specific budget of what we knew we wanted to spend and, and we were down to, to spend on marketing stuff. Like we've been running ads and such. We were like, we want it to feel worth it and we want it to feel like we're not just spending money to make our ourselves feel good um and be like oh i did something like oh people yeah. saw it oh oh it has you know sixty thousand fake fake spotify streams from bots or something like we were like okay we like if we we got to do something that's going to reach real people and i think the th first thing we started with was like well we have all this gopro footage we're releasing this single we don't have a video for it like this this is funny and kind of like shows you know, a, I don't know, a Behind side of our personality and, and yeah, and whatever else. And let's just whip it together. And that's the Wither Away video. And then Brian just made a video with his dog for the song All I Can, which is about a long distance relationship being like, oh, it's about me missing my dog and kind of retextual, recontextualizes. But both of those were more like lyric videos. I think by the time we got into light at the end, we were like, all right, cool. Let's like up it a little bit. Let's just get a space. And, you know, that was like, I don't know, that was October or November of COVID. And we were like, yeah. fuck like and especially that was like second wave and we were like geo is fortunately he was like in our just past our house covid circle so we were like okay we have branched to like you know from eight to like 15 at that time we're like we're all getting tested like once a week and we had yeah. to for other jobs that we were still just like you know it's on high alert fortunately at least for you know doing everything during covid the, the next person that we involved sam and then obviously geo 
are two of our best friends who we would have been around anyway. So it's kind of like, okay, so mm -hmm. we just kind of used all these resources here. Um, and yeah, I think like it just kind of followed that and we're like, all right, we like light at the end. Like we think it kind of like shows, it tells people about us. We think it's, you know, it's, it looks kind of low budget, but it's interesting. And I feel like you, you know, get to know us in some way. It isn't like trying to tell the story of a song in some boring way. That's my like biggest pet peeve of, of music videos. And, you know, it branched off from there. Like we, I think all of us, you know, we, there's, we all have different feelings about our videos, but there's been some that have been like, that have, you know, like hamster wheel is apparently our highest performing video on ads. Like, and we, we are all Wild. like, yeah, the video is kind of whatever. And like, yeah. we, we like the new ones that are more production value, but apparently hamster wheel is the one that pushes people with Spotify. If they see it on Instagram story or something. So we're like, all right, cool. Like, I think it's kind of just like, you just have to be honest with yourself about, you know, what interests you and what you would want to see. And then say like, all right, cool. Well, whatever means necessary, we're going to make that. Like if we thought, yeah. Oh, we guys, like the way is to make a $20,000 music video or some bullshit. And instead it was like, all right, what can we do with $150, a couple boxes yeah. of pizza and just like our own hard work. And that was light at the end. And then it was like, all right, we did that. Can we elevate it a little bit more and see if we can make it better? And it was kind of just moving in that step. But I think, I don't know, me personally, like I never see some, you know, some like crazy slick thing. Usually, if anything, it makes me like it less. So yeah. like, I feel like, especially yeah. on the, on the last two videos, we were like, we want it to look awesome. We want it to look really high quality and like really professional, but also still retain the like, yes, this is us and our vision and just kind of like, what you the whole good terms experience just consolidated into you know a three and a half minute long three and a half yeah whatever video yeah that's kind of the whole thing i feel like that. one interesting thing about the videos is we made a lot of the music without thinking of ourselves as a band like i don't know if i don't think we named the band until we had finished yeah writing every song on the record so I like would even say it was on its way to being mastered before we decided it was, like it was the night we no. finished drums really that's when we decided on it or is that's when we chose wow. it yeah because we went or back like, to geo's we went back to geo's house and talked about it um yeah time so so like so but basically so, so like we i feel like all of my band memories with good terms are only making the music videos and all of the songs are all these like different kind of scattered things that like that it happened we we have a session and then there'd be like a month where there was nothing in Zach's band world, as it was called at the time. And, you know, it was, and then when we, when we finally came together to be like, this is a band, it was all, all videos. It was this whole other yeah. aspect of being a band that we hadn't, we hadn't thought about. That was the first thing we like really, really worked on together. Yeah. I'm really was... glad that we, we did light at the end first, the way that we did it. Cause that was mm -hmm. the first one that we shot beside like we did yeah. all I can in April, which was just like, we literally can't leave this like fenced in area. So let's do a golden hour photo shoot with the dog. Cause that'll work. But like <laughs> right at the end, I think we spent as much or more money on food for the people there than the space itself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And what's important to note is like, it's not that we couldn't have spent a thousand dollars on that video. Like we could have, but there was no, we had no idea what the fuck was going on or what we were doing or what we wanted things to be. I had the most like 
just critical anxiety about being in a video at all. Yeah, I remember because that. I, I, I don't even like when I'm on stage, I'm on I'm stage left and I'm just like, how far in the wings next to the Dude, Obamas I remember, can I get right now? <laughs> I like, remember like, like looking back at your looking back at your like first shots for light at the ends, like right oh, after man, you do them and like back on the camera. And Brian Jones, who was who was shooting doing the, the video, being like, No, Ivan, you look cool, man. Like, really, you do, you look cool. And I just you being did. like, Yeah. Other friends about I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like I like <laughs> consulted people. I was so I was like, I I physically fucking cannot be on camera and like look like someone you want to watch on. I can't do it. And then light at the end, just like you know, figured that out. Pop that cherry, and I was just like, okay. Yeah. So it was I don't man. I don't want to die when <laughs> it I was see like this. watching this a butterfly cool. burst out of the the cocoon. Oh my god, the cocoon. <laughs> yeah, something something really, much bigger than you a go from that from you know the guy on the sidelines of the show. You go from that to like pedestal when there's a there's some sort of solo shot with Geo and Ivan and they're doing like funny stuff and jumping off of each other and whatnot. It's like he's grown. Yeah. He's done so much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm so yeah. proud of him, our boy. I think, like, if yeah, we had I... tried to shoot pedestal at light at the end time, like that that video yeah. up front, it would have been a fucking train wreck, and I would have been way more concerned about wasting, you know, a thousand, two thousand dollars on yeah. something. Um, and then by the time we actually got there, we're making videos that I like objectively better than videos that did cost twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> like, yeah. I... Yeah. Yeah, I think also like we try to strike the balance between this is something that is like we think people would like and would maybe people want to check us out or listen to our music more often. Like balancing that side of things with also being like what feels correct. If you ever have that like dance yeah. monkey dance feeling, that's mm-hmm. like that's not why we're doing this. Like, and I've seen people kind of like, you know, cause I produce too. And I, I produce like, you know, various other artists and I kind of like keep up with, you know, how, like whatever they're doing with their marketing. And I have my opinions, but I usually just kind of like, all right, I just make your songs all good. Like I'm not, I'll, if you ask my opinion, I'll give it to you, but it's not really my like role to interfere. And, you know, I see sometimes some, someone's like adamant, like, ah, oh, this is, this is going to work. Like, this is great. We have to do this. And then everyone's like, yeah dude, this feels really uncomfortable. And it's like, you know, that's going back to the whole like relationship thing. It's like, <laughs> all right, cool. Like, yeah, this is my thing. And I, I started it, whatever, but like, I never want it to be like, you know, I have any authoritarian rule or more important, like it's, it's all four of us equally being like, does this feel good? Yes. Like there's sometimes yeah. you have to challenge yourselves a little bit, but like Ivan in what he was talking about, like kind of his performance anxiety and stuff, he was like, I know I have to do this. And he like rose to the occasion and fucking killed it. So I think there's a difference between like something like that and then feeling like, like when you're not, you know, comfortable in your own skin. And that's not like, that's not something any of us are ever trying to do, especially with this yeah. band. Um, but yeah, I don't know if we like went on an insane tangent from Listen, your question about the Listen, we enjoy the tangents. Yeah. Good. I don't even remember what they were doing. Here at the Emo Social Club, we typically listen to the bops we grew up with. Yet, there's more music out there that you haven't even heard of. If you're into old school Demi Lovato, you know, the tunes that sounded like Avril Lavigne with a pop punk edge, or better yet, Paramore, check out In the Morning and their new single, At What Cost. The 
The song is available on all streaming platforms to jam out to immediately. While you have that playing in the background, browse through their merch on inthemorningla.com. That's morning like the thing you do when you're upset over that tender person disappointment. Not the other one you wake up to. Follow them on Twitter and Insta too at inthemorningla. You made me think of this meme that we always are talking about where we watch like old Hawthorne Heights music videos and we just see like <laughs> yeah. fucking Fuck yeah, and, and we've met JT Woodruff and we don't we don't speak to him like we don't know him but like yeah looking Listen, at him I want to say videos, Hawthorne Heights is one of my favorite bands is one this is just like gotten bands, so yes. out of hand. Uh, <laughs> I'm so here for this. So we we uh, I, I DJ the Emo Night LA in Chicago or at least did back in you know the, the yeah, before yeah. times um and so he was like a guest dj on that night and i go up into the green room i told the story so many times in the pod so i'm sure everybody's like really annoyed that they're like god we get it he's an android i go up upstairs <laughs> and he's just like sitting there and if you've seen like parks and rec with the the one politician who just like sits there like staring at the wall and he like just responds like, oh like a robot and it's that's yeah. what was happening he wasn't even like whoa, sitting whoa. there on his phone he's just kind of like looking forward i'm like hey man nice to meet you i'm brian he's like hey fun time down there he's like yep i'm like he's not like being mean he's just like yeah he's just like kind of just like i don't know the algorithm was running in his head there's no rebound there yeah Yeah. so you see him in a music video and like looking back at everything and like i was like you know we watch him on our streams or whatever and like damn that dude is a a robot <laughs> like that dude just is like <laughs> whoa that dude's Damn. got nothing but beeps and boops going on in his head <laughs> beeps and boops <laughs> wow. so i mean at, at the very least i think if 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 you or anybody else out there is like i don't i don't know what i look like on a video i don't know what i'm gonna look like just watch jt woodruff and like as long as you like kind of smile or like do something with your hands or just like have like a soul I think you'd be fine. Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, I I got like a Facebook memory of when I saw Hawthorne Heights at Bottom Lounge here for the If Only You Were Lonely anniversary tour, and me uh-huh. and my best friend, because it's our best friend band, we got a photo with JT Woodruff, and he was kind of smiling. But I was trying to like recall the interaction. I can't recall it, so I don't remember Didn't if happen. it was as animatronic as you have experienced, but I, it could have been. But he had a little smile. He was like. <laughs> this is how the Damn. people do it, right? I'm smiling like the people. <laughs> it's just so here's what i want you guys to do a... next time you see him i want you to show i want you to ask him you know you should want you to show him six pictures and ask him to pick out which ones have crosswalks in them oh my god <laughs> see what he does that's the only way he's allowed entry into any other emo night dj shit. session Hey, you can only was, go off these hey, steps at Sub T if you do the capture brilliant. right. Thing. Man, how's it Which going? One of these uh, has, uh, chimneys in them. You could read the all the letters and numbers them. in this real quick. Yeah. Oh my God. Can yeah, you do you this complex this is, math equation in yeah. under like five minutes? If, That's the only way in. If you're not a robot, well, you can click on this right now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Click right there, dude. If you're not a robot, I swear you can do it. That's yeah. God, uh, just shuts shit. down. Uh, that is yeah. sick that you DJ the Chicago emo night. Also, very cool. You guys are in Chicago. I'll definitely hit you up next time we're there. And yes. I think Ivan and I will probably actually Brian will be there before us. Brian, I'm there. On tour. I'm going there for the yeah. first time. I'm really excited. Oh yeah. Chicago. Oh my god. When? Uh, uh, I think the very 
like second week of September, something like that. That uh, are you coming for Riot, Riot Fest? Fest, or are you just coming? No, I am. Uh, I am playing. I'm on tour. We're on tour with a band, another band that Zach produces. Uh, oh, hey, Shh, they haven't announced it yet, but ah! uh, but he's going on tour with somebody. So you sh- yeah. Damn, well, I should have just said the band Zach produces and, and not said what we were doing because <laughs> that would be way cooler. Is it yeah. uh, here? We but, can do this around. Is it, is it, are you coming to Chicago the day that the Jonas Brothers are playing Summerfest on September 8th? Because I will be there. No. <laughs> not in Chicago. Oh if only, if only Kid was playing with them and if only I produced the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> are any of you a, a Jonas Brother? Um, yeah, I've never, I've never been to Chicago. So I am, like, when I saw that, I, I same with Atlanta. I've never been to Atlanta. I'm going to go there too. But not that you care about that. This is a Chicago podcast. Yeah. And I'm Atlanta's fun, though. a massive, massive Fall Out Boy fan. And, oh um, hell yeah! And I just, I just want to be there. I mean, they're more in your neck of the woods now, anyway, than our neck yeah. of the woods. Yeah. yeah, they're more around your area. You oh well, yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. But the records I like, <laughs> no offense, I respect, I fully respect current day Fall Out Boy, but uh, but the records I like are were they were all made in Chicago. Yeah, for sure. That's fair. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I love LA too, though. You know, I'm here. Also, uh, yeah, big emo night stand right here, especially emo night L.A. That's like hell yeah. I mean, pre we will, we'll be making appearances as, That's exactly. uh, we'll as consumers at our as first consumers. emo night back. Would <laughs> yeah, love to make an appearance as a band, also as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, love it. Yeah, it's, it's usually here we do an emo karaoke, which does pretty well. We're just waiting for that to be safe. Just, I used, yeah, I used for to be our usual venue. Emo, emo live band karaoke. It was, was one of the best events I've ever been to. It was the place where I screamed in public for the first time. Uh, yep. Yeah. Obviously, it's gone away, but maybe it'll come back. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. You have to scream sing the entire part of Giving Up. Oh, my God. <laughs> hold that oh, note. Lincoln Park song. Yeah. No, I, I, no. I, screamed, uh, I screamed Andra. I screamed. Uh, oh, what was it? Um, Boy, um, Boy, 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 Boy Red. Red. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was my first thing. Yeah. I also have a great video of you singing "Back in Black," particularly well. Ooh. But that was it a different. Yeah, that's that's the regular karaoke song. <laughs> that's, that's not the a... non-emo karaoke song. Yeah, unreal. Pull that out at an emo karaoke, people would be like, "I mean, we know it. We just don't necessarily want just, it." Yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna be like. Bro, no, no markets like, for back in black, you... y'all. Come on, guys. I've, I've found it some sometimes when somebody takes a risk. If they take a risk, but it's a popular song at emo night, people are usually look around and they're like. Yeah, we all like this. Dude. Like cho- somebody DJ Chop Suey, and I was like, "That one is." Yeah, I don't we see all a like problem this. with that. Absolutely. I don't see an issue with that. Since I want to ask a like... question. I went to an emo night. It wasn't emo night in L.A. It was like another local emo night when I was in L.A. for MCR, and I went with one of my friends because he lives out there. And I went in, and they played "Say Anything," and I was like, "Yeah, say anything." My friends like, "Oh yeah, I've never heard of this band." And I said, what? "Excuse me, but when Weezer came on, it was like on site, like a fucking pit." And I was like, <laughs> "I there's a there's a cognitive disconnect going on here. Is this something that occurs to you guys too?" Fuck <laughs> no! If I, say anything I comes on, everyone's ripping to it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think also I don't know what what when you went to. Uh, it was like at Moroccan. Moroccan Lounge. God. Oh God, that's where I did the emo it karaoke. Been, it might have been Brian playing, honestly. <laughs> that, that, that's where I did the emo ah! karaoke. Was at the Moroccan Lounge. Yeah, that was could have been karaoke for, for sure. No, it was just it was just like an emo night 
but uh, not like emo night okay. la but like a normal like your local emo night like we have out here too so okay. i was like you familiar just, yeah. with the vibe the, yeah the, the, the emo nights in other cities like from what i've seen on instagram look like they're fucking sick and you know very good i'm sure the chicago one is like a blast obviously i've never been but the la one is like it's in it's insane i mean it's it feels like you're in I don't know, like the most exclusive, insane club experience, except they're just like, I don't know. It's a, it's a magical experience. I mean, there's I've you know, there's I've heard plenty of my friends that are like me about it, have plenty of criticism, some of which I'm like, OK, I, I see how you got that. But man, it's just a fucking blast. And like we I mean, now they have the advanced tickets and shit. But before we used to just like brave the line and get there. We had a little trick that I won't say because we might want to do it again <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> but uh yeah no we would do the whole line situation and like yeah i mean it was it was very worth it and it was like i think honestly that was a huge catalyst for for good term starting was kind of me being like not out of touch but like feeling kind of like you know the energy failing in like going to like 2015 warp tour and being like because i was living in boston at the time and, and obviously like boston punk music emo music like huge thing I remember going and being like going with my girlfriend and being like, we're going to like be injured for sure because it's going to be insane. And having kind of like <laughs> it was still it was still full, but it was like, hmm, yeah, I'm like front row for four years strong and like against the barricade. And I'm like, fine, that's not yeah. correct. <laughs> and, you know, In you, Boston, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And so I, I feel like that was kind of like a lull. And then as soon as I moved out here, someone was like, oh, dude, like. You got to go to like just my friends that had had lived here were like, oh, we're going to go to this thing called Emo Night. It's it's so awesome. Like we have to go in the line super early. And like Haley Williams DJed last month. Like it's this whole crazy thing. It's like, what? Like, <laughs> what is this thing that I've clearly never heard of? And the first it was like obviously not this extreme, but like going there as a however old I was, like 23 or something uh, like I definitely compare that feeling to like going to my first warp tour when I was, you know, 13 or something and being like wow like this is just punk rock disneyland and yeah like you know that like you know different different feeling like you can't really compare a emo night to a warp tour but same thing of kind of like not that i ever i was always like the person that just never left the the scene world and everybody else was kind of like yeah i don't really care for motionless and white i'm gonna kind of not listen to this world of music anymore me being like Oh, but all the same people are so really good. And you should care. It's really yeah. great. The story's tomorrow. Oh my god, it's so good. And like you know, and kind of just just feeling like the energy dissipate around me, and then like immediately just going back to a hundred again, like with everyone around me. And it's like fuck. It was like um, you know, a couple months into my job too, and I was like, oh my god. It was that and like a couple other. Oh, here we go. A couple other turning points around that same time. Um, oh, throw um, it back in. We're definitely we're definitely like. We're definitely like, okay, shit. This is like just continually informing me of what the fuck I need to be doing and definitely what I need to be not doing, um, which was a lot of the things I was doing at the time. So, yeah, big ups to Emo Night. Love them. Let people know where they can find you. It could be the band, it could be all of you individually as well. Uh, you know, you guys are fun. You guys are nice. Handsome boys. <laughs> you know, you got to get, you know, the followers <laughs> up too. Uh, so, yeah, throw out uh, where can people find you on the internet? Um, Man, most places is just at Good Terms Band. Uh, TikTok, we're just at Good Terms. Um, that's, you know, you'll and, you'll and find Facebook? us. Facebook. Oh, Facebook is Good Terms sixty nine to make it just more 
more difficult for everybody. Nice, was in taken. nice in the chat. Nice in the chat, please. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice um, is only. Yeah, if you want to follow me uh, and see me post my obsessive collection with sick colored vinyl, uh, you can follow me at, at Zach, Z-A-C-H-J, Boucher. Uh, and then, yeah, you guys insert your plugs. Uh, I mean, okay, yeah, good term. For me, good terms is the same. Same information for my good terms. But then my, check out, check out, come, come, come hang out with me on my personal Instagram. It's newsgit, N-E-W-S-G-I-T. I do a lot of like, uh, uh, lo-fi jazz hop it's got just fucking nothing to do with emo music um, <laughs> except that I uh, emo music and in the back of my videos is all of my emo stuff um, and I just it's just where I hang out and talk to people so news get and so, I am a extremely safe IG follow at Ivanberry13 <laughs> because um, you're not going to see me spamming you with grid posts you know you're going to get <laughs> one a season you're like that's important i should look at that <laughs> you know i'm not the person who's like just a, a mirror selfie or a fucking something twice a day which no shame to anyone else i gotta follow somebody but i uh i'm a very safe you're gonna be like did i mute him nope you didn't <laughs> i'm just waiting for the right time <laughs> Use his he's words. like really i'm batman in the background yeah. <laughs> yes i'm definitely not a billionaire orphan uh but you know, I'm just saying, if you guys want to come hang, it's a very safe follow. And I don't, I don't know what Gio's personal social is, but it's like you... underscore Gio or it's by by underscore Gio, G-E-O, I think. Yeah, you're, you're going to want to follow him because he's about to release music that is not good terms and it's extremely fucking good. Oh, yeah. It's some of the best. Music he's ever. also a hut. Yeah, so. he's also he also, uh, as he calls himself, ugly Harry Styles. Um, <laughs> which, which, which by that he's still super fucking hot. It's it's honestly pretty close to correct. Is that his like username though on things? Like he has it his app, be. but is that like the it username? He, I feel like he'd get attention be. from yeah. people. They'd be like, "Let me see really what this should. guy's talking about." Then they're like, "Oh, I see." I won't. I won't. Styles was a muscle twink. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There you go. Yep. Wow. That's it. Huh. Whoa! You nailed it. <laughs> A muscle to I'm just saying. <laughs> muscle twink. Damn, that could be his tag. That's... That could be a tagline too, couldn't it? Damn. It could be, and rightfully <laughs> should be, but won't be. Uh, I love that he's not here to have any response or any thought oh, about yeah, no, it. Oh yeah, no, he's gonna like moment. maybe listen back to this. He's gonna be like, "What the fuck yeah. are you talking about?" Me? It's okay. Oh, we'll not be we'll shocked just, at yeah. all. Yeah, this we can just say whatever we want because he's probably not gonna listen. So let's just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Swole twink, muscle twink. His social security twink, number follows as this. <laughs> he's, he's the guy who's on the Brian, side. Brian, you're going to have just... to clip this one. So when we put it out on like TikTok, <laughs> then the he'll see it. Yeah, this would be the way. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, well, all right. We will uh, we'll keep chatting over on Twitch for a little bit. We got some people that are hanging out over there. So we'll keep talking a little bit over on Twitch. You can follow us there if you want to join these conversations uh, in the future. Until then, make sure you're checking out Good Terms. Watch all eight videos and uh, listen to all the songs. Million views by Monday, I Run guess. Up in the background. You got one week for uh, for for million views. Each one of them. Eight million watches. I think Amazing. it works that way. I love that. To the moon. It's the community the spirit. Yeah. yeah, it's the community the spirit, everybody. Yeah. 
uh well yeah we'll continue talking over on twitch but uh i want to thank you for the recording uh for being here everybody good terms ryan zach ivan we did it hey, hey. we all did it <laughs> hell yeah Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. Again, if you liked it, please let people know about it. If you like good terms, let people know about them. That's how all of us independent artists, all of us DIY people get the word out about us is people like you telling three friends and then you tell three friends and then we build a pyramid team together. <laughs> no, we are not building a pyramid scheme. No. We may be building a cult, but yeah. that's very different from a pyramid It's scheme. a cool... Like 100%. Oh. It's a cool cult cool cult we'll be back it's not your mama's cult (laughs) also get your mom out of a cult we'll be back next Monday with another episode of the podcast Uh, for all of us here at Emo Social Club I'm Brian and I'm Lizzie see you next week Recording shit. Are we live? Shit. Yeah. Internet, I think we're cute, Jason. Oh, God. We have brain cells.